Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan today putting the spotlights on a local athlete. Yep, the third installment of New Year, New Me. And I'm particularly excited for this one because, Elliot, you might agree with me, but I love a comeback story more than anything else. Yeah, no, this is a really good comeback story. We, we will discuss this in a while. And, and more than that, it's a sport that I always have, whenever you talk about it, and, and just the other day I was watching uh, on Amazon Prime, Jack Ryan, mm. the lead character played by John Krasinski, is is rowing uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. And I went, wow, that's a great way. You wake up at 5 a.m., you go rowing. Nobody's going to stop you in D.C. <laughs> then you cycle to work. I wish I could be like that. I wish I could wake up at 5 a.m. to start with. <laughs> But once you mention rowing, I see our guests very happily nodding along and I'm pleased to have on the call Shaida Aisha, who is Team Singapore rower and she's won medals. She's taken part in the Olympics before and she's hoping to do it all over again in Paris. Aisha, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. I must correct you though, I'm not yet a Team Singapore rower. Since I was out of the picture seven years ago, I'm trying to get back in. All right, so then let's lead with that, talking about trying to get back and what's inspiring this comeback. Um, I guess it started off with uh, hanging out with a group of Olympians and them telling me that, um, that being in my 30s isn't too old to give it a try again. And that was what kind of like sparked the interest for me to be like, okay, maybe I should give it a try. Just hanging out with Olympians, as you do. Yeah. Being in your 30s isn't too old. You know what's being too old? Being in your 40s. <laughs> Elliot, will, <laughs> Elliot will speak about that later. Coming back to Aisha, you talk about hanging out with Olympians who inspired you to take this bold step to make a comeback. I understand you were back in Rio when you last competed, where you last competed in the Olympics, and that moment sparked something in you to want to return. Talk me through that moment. So I went back to Rio uh, in February last year for work um, and coincidentally like my work is to row on the stretch of water where the Olympics was held um, in 2016. Um, that didn't really spark any interest of me like coming back to competitive sport, but it brought back a lot of memories for sure. Uh, one of the most apparent memory that came out like when I was rowing on that stretch of water was that I don't remember a lot about the experience in the Olympic Games because I was just so stressed mm. <laughs> that I didn't really take in e- everything around me. Mm. So that made me think like, oh, wow, I should have been uh, more present in the moment. I should have done that. I should have done this. So it didn't really spark this competitive um, spirit that I'm going for right now, um, per se, but it did uh, kind of like remind me that, you know, there are some things that I should have done better. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, it's one thing to have that as a catalyst to push you to want to make a comeback. I'm imagining that throughout this entire process, you got to have a lot of people or at least a core group of people trying to push you to constantly remind you why you're on this journey. What are some of the challenges you're going through right now? Some of the challenges that I'm going through right now uh, is um, the big one is the time factor. Okay. Because I only started rowing like intensively about a month and a half ago. Um, So that's definitely one thing that's constantly on my mind. Uh, And another one is being 
taking this journey in another, uh, I would say, chapter in my life because when I, I constantly compare my journey now to what I went through before and it's unfair for me to compare because they're two totally different journeys. Mm -hmm. So whenever I feel like, oh, it's not the same, this is not right, like I should stop saying that. Okay. Like this is my own journey, this is a new chapter, I should just leave it how it is like and stop comparing. Aisha, I've got a question for you. You participated in the Olympics already, so you are, to some extent, an Olympian already, right? And that yes. would tick a box for most of us. How come you want to go back and compete again? Like, obviously, yeah. being a two-time Olympian makes a difference, but why the drive to want to participate in the Olympics again? Um, I, I think it's more of like having the opportunity and not wanting to let the opportunity go. There's that chance in front of me. I feel like if I don't go for it, I will regret it. And I don't like living my life with like the what ifs. Mm. So that's the biggest motivating factor. Oh, I think that's that's huge. Uh, I want to come back to a comment you made earlier on you sitting down with a group of Olympians saying being in your 30s is not too late. Come on, tell me. Physically, how how hard or how much harder is it physically in your 30s? Thankfully, rowing is uh, considered an endurance sport. It is a power endurance. Um, so power usually you pick in your 20s, but endurance you usually pick later in life. So a lot of rowers pick in their 30s. Okay. So like taking that into consideration, like, okay, maybe I haven't reached my peak yet. Mm. But um, when I went through like the whole like uh, Rio Olympics journey, I was in my 20s. Mm. And I feel the recovery process slowing down. So the goal as an aging athlete, <laughs> um, in quotation marks, aging athlete, <laughs> is to try to slow down or more that like manage that recovery yeah. better than I did before. Ah. And Aisha, you mentioned your full-time job involves rowing as well. So safe to say, you're not exactly starting from ground zero, right? Uh, not really. I have not uh, lost touch with the boat which is important, which I feel is one of the things as a single scholar uh, to have the feel of the boat. So one of the other things that I'm lucky when I got back into intensive rowing is I don't have a lot of, like my hands are already hardened from rowing. And usually if you take time off from rowing and come back to it, you will get all the blisters again. Yeah. And I didn't really have that. Uh, so I'm lucky. I still can wash my hair without screaming in the shower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you do a lot of housework as well, right? Because got no blisters. <laughs> I know you guys can see me, but look at my hands. Like, <laughs> hey, they, they're tough. That's an yeah. athlete's hands. It's, it's seasoned, as they say. For the benefit of the listeners, I'm verifying. Yes, yeah. she 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 goes through a lot. Well, okay, talking about going through a lot, right, uh, Aisha? What about the white noise? You know, you're sort of left team Singapore now trying to get back, trying to compete, going for Olympics in Paris, obviously. So anyone saying, oh, yeah, you really want to do this? Uh, get a real job. How do you deal with that typical Singaporean comment? Mm. Actually, I've been very lucky. I have not heard a single comment uh, nice. with regards to that. Nice. So um, I think, uh, yeah, I feel very grateful that everyone around me has been very supportive of this journey. I think it's me and my own in my own head, like telling myself uh, like, wait, I'm too old for right, this right, and all right. that. But yep, no one no one has said that to me. The, the, so. mental, yeah. the mental side is obviously the most challenging. 
Yeah, it Definitely. certainly is. And Aisha's a mentality monster yeah, uh, yeah. By, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Aisha, you talked about those hurdles you have to overcome before booking your ticket to Paris, right? And when you spoke to the Straits Times, you mentioned the competition for the spot gives us an edge. And I think that's what makes it exciting. From an athlete's perspective, what is it about competition that drives you, fuels your fire? Uh, it's an opportunity to test out your abilities. I think... Um, I mean, I was just talking about this, like my philosophy on competition with my mental skills coach. Uh, and that competition comes with fear, like you're putting yes. yourself out there. So there's always this fear of me putting myself out there. But then to think about it, the past few years, even though I'm not rowing, I'm constantly racing in like running races. Mm. So there must be something inside of me that's like wanting to be out there to compete. Um, so I, I love the, I guess I love the challenge of competing and I have to translate that to managing the fear that comes with it. I've got a mental skills coach as well and, and fear of failure is definitely something that comes up all the time. So I want to ask this very personal question as a, as a fellow mature athlete, have you dealt with the potent possibility of not qualifying? How will you negotiate with that fear, fear of failure aspect within yourself? Yeah, I think it's uh, constantly on my mind. Um, I think it's important for me to manage it properly, not let it um, like affect my performance. Okay. Um, but yeah, the fear of failure is definitely a big thing because there is a 50% chance of, of failure. Of course, of course. Um, and, but there is also a 50% chance of success. Exactly. Uh, and the thing that's stopping you from achieving that success is just that fear, which is which doesn't even exist yep. at yep, the yep. moment. So it's such a like a nuance to talk about <laughs> like fear because it's just in your head. Mm. <laughs> it's just so mm. crazy. Yeah. yeah, very enlightening when you picture it like that, right? And and Elliot and I are certainly rooting for you on this journey. As part of this series, we've been talking to a whole bunch of athletes and we're asking them what their resolution for the new year is. I think it's safe to say we know what your sporting resolution is, but away from rowing. Any personal resolutions you'd like to share? Ooh, good question. I haven't really had the chance to sit down and think about my new year resolutions because this rowing thing has been in my mind a lot. Um... But I mean, for me, it's always about bettering myself. I know it sounds so cliche, it's so cheesy, but it's always about being better than where I was before. But last year, 2023, was different uh, in terms of me bettering myself because I had a very kind of like a successful 2022. Mm. So 2023 felt a bit different, mm. but I feel like I've grown in different ways. So it's always about trying to find that growth points and reflecting on it. So being more aware on, on that, I feel, this year. And we hope you achieve those things. Final question from me, Aisha. You talked us through that moment in Rio in 2016. You let the moment overcome you, right? If you do make it, and we hope you do, how are you going to approach it differently in Paris this year? Definitely like taking in each moment and having fun. Like it's going to be stressful, but I, and there's the, going to be pressure, but I think I forgot to have fun when I was yes. in Rio. Yes. You know what I love about this series? We get to talk to these guys, these pros, right? It's opportunity for us to take notes for ourselves mm. as we approach our personal challenges this 2024. Thank you so much for taking the time. We've been speaking with Singapore rower Shaida Aisha. Thank you again and best of luck. Thanks. 
Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.